Welcome in, everybody. My name is Bobby Levine. Alongside me is Jackson Schroeder, my partner in crime for the newest podcast from Ohio Sports Zone. How's it going, everybody? It's going to be called the JB Weekend Wrap-Up. We're going to be coming live. I guess not really live, but every Tuesday we'll be taping. So we're going to go ahead and get started here on Topic Tuesday. We have two sports to talk about. We're going to go in five topics on each one. First one, the NFL got started this week, Jackson. Some huge games, some big losses. We're going to start with the biggest buyers. Who are yours? Well, my biggest buyers, now this is this is early early in the season, let's say. But, I mean, it's hard to count out the Patriots at number one right now. If you ask me for my power ranking, I would put the Patriots and Bill Belichick, the genius, number one. Um, so I think their win over the Cardinals was the most impressive especially with a backup quarterback. I mean, that really shows that under Belichick's system, you could throw just about anybody in there. Not any discredit to Garoppolo, but it's just crazy. And, um, yeah, so, like, and they did it without Gronkowski, too, which is crazy. Like, they went without Deion Lewis, yeah. Brady, Gronk, and Rob Ninkovich on the defensive side. Altogether, I think, as you said, it's a system quarterback play. You could put anybody in there. Uh, as you say, Garoppolo's the next guy up in line. A lot of teams have that next up mentality. It worked out perfectly for him. He finished 24 of 33 with 264 yards. He averaged eight yards per, per uh, reception there, per throw. One touch on a QBR of 73 on the road in Arizona. Tough place to play and tough place to win. Yeah, and, you, and you've got to mention LeGarrette Blunt. I mean, he may not be the number one fantasy pick. I'm, I'm not completely sure, but... He's outstanding. I think he's one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the league right now. He had 70 yards and a touchdown on Sunday, but he can just – he's huge. Absolutely. He's, he actually slimmed down, though, a little bit. He looked so muscular and so big. It looked unstoppable <laughs> just to take him down. It's and like I a tight my, end at running back. Absolutely. I tell my buddies, though, the last big guy to come from Oregon was LeGarrette Blunt. Ever since he left, they've gone smaller and smaller every, every position – and that's why you're not seeing the production out of Oregon that you used to. LeGarrette Blunt was one of them. He was huge and, and is producing still at this age. That's right. And Julian Edelman, of course. Ex-Mac ex quarterback at Kent State. Can't go wrong Doing there. big things in New England. Okay, so my number two is the Broncos. And they had a, they had a great opening game there. Um, beating Carolina. Well, on their home field, but they came back from what was it, seventeen to seven at one point. Yep. Yeah, that was that was great. It's I mean, the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I mean, just like a winning atmosphere in Denver. Like, has it ever not been? I think like early two thousands, maybe not. But like, those guys are used to winning. I'm gonna say this: uh, the offensive side, not so much. Okay. Um, I know that they have a new quarterback, so it's tough to replace one of the best of all time in, in uh, Peyton Manning. But the defense, again, stepped up. I mean, you, you look at the defense going back to the uh, Tim Tebow era. Absolutely carried the team since day one. Um, it was Trevor Simeon took over the spot, kind of like a Tim Tebow. Got real hot in the fourth quarter, Took led his team to a win. The defense had three sacks, eight QB hits on Cam Newton, two tackles for loss, and one interception. The fourth quarter, it looked just like the Super Bowl all over again. Cam Newton didn't want to be in the game. He was getting beat up. A couple of non-calls that could have been – Late hits or helmet to helmet or a rough. Yeah, that passer. that was rough. Some late hits on Cam Newton. Do you think they're just giving Cam Newton those? Are they not? They're not giving him those calls just because he's Cam Newton and he's Superman. He can take anything or what? The problem with him is he plays reckless. He plays like an RG three used to. Okay. Um, yeah. The problem with that is you're not a typical NFL quarterback where Tom Brady, Peyton Manning will stay in the pocket and not run at all. You get hit okay, we'll throw a penalty. But if you're running around with your head cut off there and you throw the ball and then get hit, it's like, okay, well, you had to run and make the play, in my opinion. It's unfortunate because I do think he should get more calls, but he doesn't. And obviously more of the Carolina Panthers are agreeing with that now and are coming out and saying that. Well, I mean, you know me. I love hard-nosed old-school football where the where it's a defensive running game. And, uh, I mean, I love those hard hits, but it's hard not to shriek a little bit when you see some of those hits – put on cam newton there but back to back to what i was saying about denver just being unstoppable i think that they are maybe the last team in the nfl right now that is running back geared with cj anderson he is a beast he probably is your number one fantasy 
running back you right there. So? I think so. I would love to have him on my team. I think Peterson. Peterson? Yeah, he's the classic pick, isn't I picked he? David Johnson num- number one overall in my, f- in my fantasy draft, at number five overall. Number five overall? My first round pick. He's That's pretty beast. good. How about Todd Gurley, though? He's pretty good, too. Where did he come from? <laughs> Georgia. There you go. Go dogs. Who's your number three team? Uh, my number three team is the Carolina Panthers, who took on the Denver Broncos. It That's was higher. Yeah, I like them. Really? I like the. I wow. like them. Do you not like them? No. Why? I have them on my biggest seller. I last year they went fifteen and one in the regular season, and they allowed the defense to get to Cam again. I know they're playing uh, Denver in Denver. It's a very tough place to play, just like Arizona, up in the Mile High City. You can't breathe up there. But you cannot let your prize possession get hit like that. He got hit over and over and over again. And those hits are going to wear on you. And, and at the end of the season, it was like, okay, you could tell in the Super Bowl he was very tired. But week one, he looked sluggish. And after going 15-1 last year, the other season, you lose that one, and you had a, and you had the victory in the bag. You were up big on a rookie quarterback in Trevor Simeon, and you let him come back and beat you guys. Obviously, your kicking game needs to improve a little bit with Gano, but... Note, I have them underneath the Denver Broncos. I don't. I mean, you could like look at that defense. They put up seventeen early against them. Yeah, they could. Their defense couldn't handle it, but handle the surging Broncos offense. I mean, Luke Kickley's a beast, but that's a different thing altogether. Cam Newton, he was my number one pick in my fantasy draft, wow. and I think that he is gonna put up another MVP style season. May not win it in the end, but I think there's a swagger on this team that they just need to get back. They need to get back, and I think that confidence will get there, and they, to me, top three, definitely. Okay, well, my my thing, the the saying is, when you're so far down, there's only one way up, one way to go, and that is up. Carolina was so high last year, I think the only way to go down, go is down. Uh, They put this off at a hole. But they didn't get the big one. They need the the big game. They want to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they... They didn't win last year. Last two games they played in the last two seasons, they're zero and two. Before that, they're fifteen and one. It's very hard to keep winning. Well, I think they just need to get to the playoffs. They're like the they're like the Mets of the NFL right now. The Mets make it to the make it to the playoffs and they win the World Series. I mean, getting off a little, off topic a little bit here, but you're lucky though. You look at Carolina's schedule from here coming out. They go home finally. They'll play the San Francisco 49ers. Should be an easy win. West Coast teams going to the East Coast is very hard. It usually never works out. Uh, short week there for San Francisco. They played last night. They got done on the East Coast around 1.30 a.m. Uh, then they play Minnesota. Minnesota's a team struggling. They have Adrian Peterson, quarterback still up in the air. They just got um, Bradford from Philadelphia, and then they go on the road to Atlanta. So you could see them going 2-1, and one, then facing the, the uh, Atlanta Falcons. That's a division. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> Jackson Schroeder is from Savannah, Georgia. Home, homering the uh, Atlanta Falcons, and he also is a Browns fan, so got to watch out for the bias there. But Maybe the know. two worst teams in the league this it's, year, it's but a, we'll it's see. It's a divisional, divisional rivalry, so you never know what's going to happen, but Carolina, lucky enough with that schedule, then it gets very tough after that fourth week, but we could talk about that later on this month. Let's get to my fourth on my list. Um, I am buying at number four the Arizona Cardinals. They have just so many weapons on offense. I think Carson Palmer... Remember when he played for the Bengals? Yes, I do remember. I'm a diehard Bengals fan. I, I know that. I'm just saying I think he's doing big things in, in Arizona, and like he's, he's at the top of his career right now. This is his peak. Last year he was the number three uh, fantasy quarterback, had number three best stats. This year he's starting off right. He had 271 yards and two touchdowns to open up the season. And what's this with people saying Larry Fitzgerald is retiring? Oh, no, he's not come retiring. On, he's playing the on. best of his football at the age of 33, which is unbelievable. He scores 100 touchdown of his career playing for Arizona this past Sunday night. 81 yards and two touchdowns. But I'm not a buyer on them. You have to win that game in Arizona on Sunday night. You're favored by plus or you're minus seven in that game. You have to win that game. You have the whole season, the whole offseason to prepare for the New England Patriots and a backup quarterback who has not played a single down in the NFL. You let them walk into your house and not only beat you, but in my opinion, that Brady's, that, excuse me, that Patriots team was a crippled. They had nobody. Oh, on that there's team. no doubt about that. And I, I do think I do think that there's some adjustments that Arizona needs to make. Remember the uh remember the championship game last year Absolutely. that they got crushed. They got crushed by the Panthers. Yeah. 
I mean, I even had a bet on that game. I lost my money. But like I said, that you cannot have West Coast teams going to the East Coast. It's very tough. Yeah, that's true. And the Patriots are the best team in the NFL. It will continue to be that way until Belichick leaves, which I don't even know where he's going to go. He's not leaving. You think that man can sit on his couch? I don't think so. I mean, he'll go until he he has to stop. It matters, though. We'll see what happens when Brady actually officially retires. I did not have Arizona in a buyer at all. I had them uh, probably number six on the sellers. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, What's your number five? Well, my number five is the Green Bay Packers. How do you feel about them? Again, I'm very surprised there. They barely <laughs> beat a very bad Jacksonville Jaguars team. Week yeah, one. okay, that's true. He's got all of his weapons back, Rodgers. Cobb is healthy. Jordy Nelson is healthy. That's two years huge. Lacey lost a whole bunch of weight. Well, he was a he was a little tubby last year, remember? Oh, I, that's what I'm saying. He <laughs> lost weight. He should be killing it this year. And you go into Jacksonville, a team that played their last preseason game against Cincinnati at home. The starters came out after the first or second series before the first quarter is over. They're on the sideline for NBC Sunday Night Football. They're interviewing all the starters. Um, interviewed A.J. Green was saying, how would you feel? He said, you know what, the starters did well. We have a week and a half to preparate for uh, the New York Jets. We'll see what happens. They went over to Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles did not score a single point with the starters in that two Okay, series. but Blake Bortles had a great year last year, and I think and T.J. Comes, Yeldon does too. They've got two big offense, uh, offensive weapons Blake in Bortles the Blake Bortles is your captain. He comes off the interview and saying, how do you feel? He said, quote-unquote, it is hard to win when not a single player played great or well. I mean, it's well, he rea- he realizes that they didn't play well. That he realizes their potential. They're Believe me, I'm not it. saying they're a playoff team, but I do think they're making the seven, nine, eight, and eight mark this year, which is better than they've done in the past. But let me get back to my number you're, five you're team. <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville. No, Green Bay Packers. They they are my number five uh, buyers team in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers continues to perform year after year, and he's not going anywhere either. I think. I do think Eddie Lacy's a little bit he's he's a little sluggish right now. I think that he had his best two years as his first two years in the past in the past couple years he has been on the decline. I still think that he's a good back, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean we need Jordy Nelson. We need Jordy Nelson to do really well. And and they and him injured at the end of last year hurt them and I think that once Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson get in, start getting their groove back, this is going to be a team that you do not want to face. I guess we'll have to wait and see. They have a tough schedule coming up. They play at the Minnesota Vikings next week, Sunday night football. I mean, that's going to be a rivalry week right there. They've been waiting. They've been waiting for that game a long time. You know Minnesota and Green Bay never get along. Um, it's going to be the second week in a row, I believe, that the Minnesota is finally home and they play in the new stadium. So that's going to be exciting for them. That'll be a good game. Absolutely. All right, let's get, let's get to my biggest buyers. Um, number five coming in, um, always a homer here. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, let, let, listen here, listen. Andy Dalton, everybody is harping on him. I'm not the biggest Andy Dalton fan. To be honest with you, I'm really not a fan at all of Andy Dalton. Criticize him a lot, never seems to win that big game. The You're a McCarron. AJ McCarron all day. <laughs> Sunday at 1 o'clock, though, he performs. And he don't finish the game 23 of 30, 366 yards. He averaged 12.2 yards per uh, completion, one TD, one interception, and he got sacked seven times. Now check this out. He had seven incomplete passes. Four of those incomplete passes, including the interception, were all in the first quarter. After the first quarter ended, he settled down. And you know what? He realized he's had maybe has the best wide receiver this season coming in with AJ Green coming from Georgia. Thank yeah, you very that's much. my guy. He hey he had twelve catches for hundred and eighty yards. Uh, was that the best out of any receiver last week? It should have been. I mean, two two touchdowns from Antonio Brown, but not that many yards. No, yeah, that was probably the most yards. One TD, the bomb by Andy. That's what his Achilles heel is a deep ball. Usually, he's overthrowing his receiver, put the one on the money. Every single receiver had all catches. They never dropped a single ball. Uh, the one well, question coming in was the newest receiver, Brandon LaFell, coming from the Patriots. All my Patriots fans called him Brandon LaDrop. He dropped <laughs> more than his usual amount or more percentage than an average receiver should in the NFL. Comes in, makes four grabs for 91 yards. You can't be mad. That's what you want to see from your number two. Uh, huge win by the Bengals. Going to New York on 9-11, playing against the Jets. Very, very, very uh, tough game to play there. 
both teams really really put their heart into that one. I watched that game from the beginning all the way to the end. It was a great game. One point win. Yeah, and you know what? How that one point was a missed extra point. Yeah, Nick Folk missed it, and then Nugent, his old going against his old team that drafted the New York Jets, makes a long field goal for the win. Number four could be my second favorite team. This is my number one NFC team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Putting them all the way up in the top five, listen, the Tampa listen, Bay Buccaneers. Absolutely. Why not? It's going to take some convincing. James Winston. That is a stud from Florida State. Second year in the league, he finished the game 23 of 33, 281. He had an average of 8.5 per completions. He had four touchdowns, one interception, QBR 90.3. Uh, I believe he was the second highest QBR of the week. Unbelievable. If not, he was number one. Absolutely destroyed in the second half there against your team, the Atlanta Falcons, on the road. Who the team the play, the Atlanta Falcons, went six and zero to start the season off last year. Buccaneers struggled mightily last year. I think this is the new new year, new team. They finished. I think they finished ten six and make the playoffs. You think they make the playoffs? Yes, absolutely. They play. Carolina struggled. We'll see what if they they're can gonna come. Be, up. They're going to need to make the wild card. Carolina's winning that you, division. I, I don't. After that game, if if they get the pressure to Cam Newton, he is not the same quarterback. I I think he's going to carry through. This week they go to uh, Arizona. Tampa Bay does. I have that as a key win. game. If they no, I'm not saying they're going to win. If they win that game, will you buy them? If they win that game, if they start I'll out buy two them. and zero. Yeah. See, this is my take on Tampa Bay right now. I think they're a young team. They're a good team. I love Jameis Winston, Look Mike Evans. That's crew. a great. Well, yeah, that's great. Young team. Both of those guys are on their second year. Yes. Was Mike Evans third? No, I think he's second. Right? I believe he's the second. As yeah, well. second year. I mean, it's a young, great team. But that's why I am not going to put them in my top five. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. They could in the. I don't know. They could if they pulled some strings i don't know but i just i just see them improving going nine and seven maybe ten and six but not making the wild card definitely not beating out the carolina panthers for the number one spot in that division this is mike evans third year he was drafted first round 14 then oh yeah drafted first round 15 okay so he was manzel's boy exactly manzel pretty much got famous because of mike evans (laughs) oh wait so you're saying the only reason why you have them not making the playoffs because they're too young or winning the division. Well, I think that they are a good team, but I think that they're too young, inexperienced. They don't have that veteran leadership that a team would need to overcome a great squad like the Panthers right now. Okay, and then my counter argument is Andy Dalton and AJ Green came in together. In they're old. Look at them. In 2011, have y'all won a playoff game? No, but we made the playoffs. I'm not saying they're winning a playoff game. I'm saying they're making the playoffs. Okay, that's my argument. Number. Three, I have the Oakland Raiders. Oh, I love it. Do you like that? Pick? I love it. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I do. My my sweet mate, I guess you can't say sweet, the guy that lives below me, uh, I do not live in the dorms, but <laughs> the guy that lives below me, die-hard Oakland Raiders fan. His name's Scott Grosh. He said his father was a huge Raiders fan growing up. He's been trying to get me on the bandwagon. I drafted Derek Carr, and I drafted <laughs> one, probably one of the best receivers in the land in Demar Cooper. We're doing a lot of fantasy talk right now. It's okay. We're allowed to. We're allowed to have fantasy. We're not an athlete. (laughs) Regardless, they went into New Orleans. Probably, I mean, I'm going to say top five hardest places to play on the road. Yeah. And especially opening opening, uh, day for New Orleans, they always are the craziest fans. The Houdat fans. They copy the Houdat fans, but Houdat. And Drew Brees putting up over 400 yards. He went off. So, I don't know if you saw the highlights of the game. The Oakland Raiders were down huge in the fourth quarter. Ended up outscoring the New Orleans Saints 22-10. to Scored the last touchdown with under a minute to go and decided to go for two. Jack Del Rio, the coach there, uh, came from Jacksonville he was on your on your buyers team. Uh, decided, let's go for two. Not on my buyers. You, you had him at – oh, no, here's – I'm sorry. Oh. Jack, that's right. You had Green Bay. <laughs> I do apologize for that. <laughs> had a one-on-one, just threw it up, and uh, ended up getting a huge, huge two-point conversion to actually give them the win and um, seal the deal. I'm surprised they beat uh, Drew Brees on the road. That's They said after the game was over, Del Rio came in. He said, last year we learned how to play. This year we learned how to win. And you saw Great. here they play Atlanta next weekend at home. There's a win. It should be a win. I yeah. mean, Atlanta going on the road all the way to the West Coast, very far travel. I expect the Oakland Raiders to start out 2-0 and and start shaking some people's heads here. Amari Cooper was one of those guys who, in college, was the best 
one of the best NFL uh, wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone was coming right there immediately. This guy's going to be a top 10 draft pick, all that good stuff. Uh, Derek Carr's final stats here, worth noting. 24 of 38, 319 yards, one touchdown, and he had a QBR of 80.1. My number two buyer. This is going to be crazy. I don't know. You didn't have him. on All those other ones were crazy. We had both the top two. I had Denver, as I said. Uh, holding Carolina 20 points is a very huge thing. Oh, Denver. Okay, yeah. I like it. And then the pa- Patriots are my number one buyer. Jimmy Garoppolo filling in perfectly. I thought for sure that was going to be a loss for the Ari- or to the Arizona Cardinals for the Patriots, but he balled out. Uh, did not look like they missed a beat there without, again, four of their best players. Deion Lewis, a huge slot back coming out of the, out of the backfield. Uh, Tom Brady, first ballot Hall of Famer. Gronk. Everyone knows who he is. And then Rob Ninkovich on the defensive line. So those are my five buyers coming into week two. Biggest losers. Who are you selling at five? Oh, at five. Yep. We're starting with five? I started at one. I didn't understand that. <laughs> well, I, I I don't like any suspense there. I like to pour it right out for you. Okay. Um, But at five, I'm selling the Rams with uh, – Yeah. I, I, don't, never, I don't think anyone even bought into them, period, but go ahead. True, but <laughs> I'm selling them off the get-go. I've got a lot of those teams on here. Okay. The, I, I don't like the Rams. I love Todd Gurley. I think he's a great pick. I He's one of my favorite players from my home state. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Case Keenum is your starting quarterback right now. What's with that decision? Uh, I think Goff was a little banged up from preseason. Uh, the problem that I have with the first two draft picks, I'll get into Wentz later. The problem I have with Goff, I have him going with him drafted number one overall. In this draft class, you had Ezekiel Elliott and you had Joey Bosa waiting there. Those are some prime time guys on the offense and defensive side. Those are the best two players on the offense and defensive side. You traded up for a California quarterback. You're, you moved to LA, you want that big name guy. He never won the big game, and the Pac 12 has been a abysmal the last couple years in the college football scheme not making the playoffs last year and then two years ago having Oregon who Mariota's all everyone's sold on who I'm not sold on at all yeah uh go all the way to the championship and then Ohio State absolutely steamrolled them and they traded a lot of picks away to get this guy who was untested in uncharted waters he looks small he's I mean he's 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 can you get his stats up, or can you give his? I guess I can look it up, but he's not big at all. He's not. He's not a Jameis Winston where he has muscle on top of him. He's a small little guy. Got banged up in preseason. Now you have you're stuck with Case Keenum. So I'm not sold on him either. But go right ahead if you want to keep going. No, I mean I. I just think that you start. I st- think you start the youngster. The, I, there was word that they weren't gonna. S- play him at all this year they were, they, this yeah, was going to be did, case keenum's year they almost did the carson palmer with the Bengals when they drafted him they made him sit out a year behind uh john kitna well he, he, he's, he's got he's <laughs> case keenum he's sitting behind case keenum hopefully he learns a lot jared there. goff weighed in a six foot four 215 pounds that is soaking wet <laughs> you gotta be at least 225 you gotta put eat some mac and cheese eat some mac and cheese <laughs> Yeah, I saw you doing that earlier. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to number four. Number four, this hurts me a little bit, but um, uh, number four, I got the Atlanta Falcons. That's who I'm selling. Um, Matt Ryan, remember when he came into the year or into the NFL? I think they went 13-3, and the best year the Falcons had had in forever. It's been a downhill slope from there. And starting off 6-0 and last year, what was their final record? Like 8-8, 7-9? 7-9. 7-9? That's sure pitiful. That's was, yeah. That is pitiful. I Jeez, it's a rough life being a Falcons fan. But um, Matt Ryan, I mean, he put up his typical numbers. He seems to be the only offensive productivity that uh, this Atlanta team has. He he w- uh, had 334 yards through the air with two touchdowns. But yeah, they finished. Okay, they started out this year five and zero, lost to the Saints 31-21, then beat the Titans, and then lost six in a row, won the fi- one two, and then lost to the Saints. So they finished eight and eight last year. Eight and eight. After starting the season six and one, wow, that's that's. Very Remember when they were on like the top five teams on Sports Center and stuff early yeah, in the year? They were like top three. It was us. It was the Bengals, the Falcons, and the Patriots. Go Falcons! <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have three? Hey, wait, I'm not done talking oh, you're not about done. Keep my going. team I'm here. Sorry. Okay, well, um, 
Yeah, Devontae Freeman. Remember him? Big name. Huge. Huge, Huge fantasy name. numbers. Huge fantasy numbers. If you if you picked him, you made a bad decision. I'm selling him. I think that was a Peyton Hillis type fluke year. And I think that he he only had twenty two yards on eleven carries. That 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 are that's not starting running back numbers right there. I'm sorry. I'm know. looking at your schedule right here. You lost to Tampa Bay, you go to Oakland, I see see that as a loss. You go to New Orleans, I see that as a loss. You go play Carolina at Carolina. I see that as a loss. You go to Denver and then at Seattle. I think you guys start the year 0 and 5. Or 0 and 6, excuse me. And then you go home to San Diego. I think it's your first one. I think you start the year 1 and 6. I think you might fire your coach. I don't even know who your coach is, but I think you fire him. <laughs> yeah. And uh it's going to be a weird rough year I think for you guys moving forward and moving into your new stadium which is not what you want to usually want to see to sell That's tickets. That's a nice stadium. Hey, anybody listening right now, if you want to see an amazing stadium, look up the virtual tour of Mercedes-Benz Benz. Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. We did that for actually one of my Crazy. sports marketing classes. It has a kaleidoscope uh, top. Yeah, the circle. It. I saw that. Oh, wow. It's and amazing. I think that the food prices are cheap. Food prices? Are cheap? Yeah, the food and beverage. They, I'll tell talking you, about my class. at the Georgia Dome, they're, they're through the roof. I think I paid five bucks for a Coke. They were saying like the hot dog should be like two fifty. I think. Wow. Yeah. They, I'll be tra- making the trek to Atlanta <laughs> a little bit more often. Hopefully the Falcons will improve. All right. At number three, I'm selling the San Diego Chargers. See, the thing is with here, you're, you're selling all the bad teams. I got teams up here that <laughs> should be good, and I'm selling them. But, okay, the Chargers, absolutely. Yeah, the team that had the, the third pick in the draft because they're the third worst team. Why do you have the Chargers <laughs> there? Well, I mean, they still got one of the best quarterbacks. Nobody around them. Absolutely nobody. Nobody around them? Their running back is Danny nobody. Woodhead. Oh, that's on. their you starting like Danny. <laughs> oh, that's about as good as Toby Gerhardt when he was in Jacksonville. But go ahead. Toby Gerhardt was a beast. They, they lost Keenan Allen yesterday too. Yeah, that Tough was a big loss, loss for them. Huge loss. Yeah, I mean that is a huge loss, and that was like Philip Rivers' only weapon, really. I mean Danny Woodhead. He. he I don't call him <laughs> a weapon, but go ahead. Well, who who are we looking at? I mean, their leading defensive player is Manti Teo. You know Manti Teo? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm still looking for his girlfriend. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff. Luckily, they play Jacksonville next week at home. I think they can win that game. No way. Are you saying that Jacksonville? I don't know why you hate Jacksonville. If I had a number six, they would be on my buyers list. I I like Jacksonville. Okay, and then if they lose, they lose the uh, San Diego. In my opinion, San Diego looked good yet last this past Sunday. They had the game won. They blew the biggest. I guess you could say the Kansas City Chiefs had the biggest comeback. In Kansas City Chief history, they were down 24-3 to in the fourth quarter, came back and won in overtime. They were in Kansas City. Kansas City was supposed to be on, on all the paid experts going 10-6 and six or more and winning that division with ease. I don't know. I'm just not sold in Jacksonville. Uh, Kansas City, again, I thought was supposed to be really good. Rivers threw for 243 yards. That's um, not bad. Woodhead ran all over Kansas City's defense. He had 89, 83 89, or 89. 89 rushing yards. That's like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens this week. If if, if Jacksonville loses next week, will you say you're their seller? We yes. Be, okay. To, yeah. You say, I will. Can you say Bobby's right? No, not until not until it happens. I'm saying well, if that when, when it does happen, will you say it? I'll make the decision. Okay, that's fine. Maybe you'll see that That's next fine. week, but Keep you won't. Going. Keep you going. Won't. All right. Number two is the Chicago Bears. I saw. This this come on they they've <laughs> been predicted to go, been, predicted to go uh, ten and six no. I've I've seen predictions nah, on that Jake, yeah well, let me see these guys paychecks because Jake <laughs> Cutler's never been a winning quarterback go ahead though yeah well I agree that's part of the reason I'm selling him Jake Cutler he's one of those guys man Eli Manning seems to get it done but those two men they throw more interceptions than just about anybody ever I feel like he didn't have he didn't have anything uh, last week he had one. He had one interception. One interception, yeah. Okay, well, at least it's not four, right? No, the only the only thing I like about Jay Cutler, uh, fun fact about him, he's actually type one diabetic. Oh wow! Just like myself, but he you ha- can be an NFL quarterback. I have him. You know how like they always say like girls like always look mad. I I call him. He has stank face. Everything <laughs> is just smelly to him. Yeah, I see that. He's never smiling. He's not. He okay. He is a quarterback. He's not a leader. He's not a Tom uh, Brady yeah. on I, the sideline directing people where to go. Uh, I saw some highlights last weekend against Houston. He was on the sidelines by himself, no one around him looking at the plays. It's like, you got to get your team going here. Brock Oswald is on the opposite side getting his team going. Houston looked good. 
Houston oh, should be a team oh. to look out for. Yeah, I mean, I like them. And listen to this. I mean, this speaks for Houston's offense, or this speaks for Houston's offense and where they stand. But I think it more so speaks for the Bears just being terrible on defense. Remember Brian Erlacher? Remember when they were one of the best defenses? Well, last Sunday the Texans converted twelve third downs. Twelve third downs. That's ridiculous. Come on, get them all the way to third down. Come on. Pull up some more stops right there. Yeah, Erlacher grew his ridiculous. hair back, and that's when the Bears want to <laughs> want to die. All right, well, my number one. I can't wait to see this I, one. I, you're not. You're, you can guess. Guess the Browns. Oh yeah, the Browns. The Browns. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> How did I know? Everyone was buying the Browns, obviously. <laughs> but go ahead. Let me hey, hear your I'm stats. The, the Browns. Browns. I, I love the Browns. This hurts yeah. me though. I mean, RG three is now placed on the IR. Placed on the IR. Come on. Okay, That's I had I had the Browns at number one too, but I'll switch them to number five because after I saw all you all your picks as teams that had no no chance of making the playoffs, uh, RG three, um, no touchdowns, QBR was a minuscule twenty two point two. Everyone was saying coming in, especially my mom. She's like, I'm rooting for the Browns this year because I love RG three in college. I'm like, Mom, he's been good one year towards ACL for the Washington Redskins, and then was a head case. I said it takes him four games to get injured. Took him less than a game. Duke Johnson, I like him. Duke Johnson, he, look out for that guy in the They're future. They're going to load the box up. They got, they got McClown. No, 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 no. They got Josh McClown throwing the ball now. They're going to load the box up. No, I know. I'm not I'm – not, I think they'll go 0-16, maybe 1-15 if, if they, they get lucky. If they go 0-16, you're going to see a lot of Clevelander fans either waiting and hoping the Indians can pull off a miracle in the postseason or hoping LeBron comes back earlier than the season can start because it's going to be a long, cold winter – on the uh, lake there up in Cleveland. Hey, we survived uh, about 86 years of drought there, so I think... Oh, no, no, what, what is it? 50-something. No, it was 42. What's 2016, 42? It was 60-something, maybe 70. 70, I 74? I don't know. I, we can't, we can't do math here. But, yeah, but we survived, we survived that long. So. All right, so I'm going to go with my sellers. I'll start, I'll start with number five of the Browns. We said that. Um, number number five, or no, excuse me, number four, I have the Carolina Panthers. Oh, come on. If you can't win in Denver, coming back from a Super Bowl loss with a rookie quarterback and Simeon on the opposing side, your defense are full of studs, Luke Keekley. I know you lost Norman to Washington, but you still have to win that game. Absolutely have to win that game. You cannot start the season 0-1, but they did. Cam Newton got roughed up. He only threw for 194 yards. That's the reigning MVP. What are you saying there? I think that they lost to the second best, if not the best, team in the NFL by a short by a small margin. And I think you that think, you think the you think the Denver Broncos with Simeon as quarterback is the second best team in the NFL. They did it with Peyton Manning as quarterback last year. Look at him. But he, he was, was not, not even. The, no, they no. They had Brock Osler step up and he led that team. Who won? Who won the Super Bowl? Peyton Manning did. Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Simeon yeah, not last the, year. I like Peyton Manning. Believe me, I'm, a, I'm I love Peyton Manning. But last year. He did not have it, and this this Denver team is run by their defense. Absolutely. And they were able to stop the Panthers, who jumped out early. I mean, yeah, the Panthers need to improve a little bit, but not not selling them yet. I see the best uh, this season for the Denver Broncos. I see them going, at best, 11-5. Mm. I see them probably going 10-6 and or 9-7. and I think the Kansas City Chiefs will win that division. Oh, okay. Or, no, excuse me, yeah, Houston. No, Houston's not in the division. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kansas City does. My number three team. The New York Jets. I like uh, uh, well as a seller. They finished last year ten and six. They had the huge offseason, the um, huge uh, argument with Fitzpatrick. Should they sign him? Should they not? Brandon Marshall came out and said, "We need to sign him. I want him as my quarterback." They have weapons. They played at home, like we said, on September 11th and lost. And they lost because they missed uh, extra point. The PAT cost them the game. You gotta win that game. You cannot lose your home opener. No, I, after finishing the season ten and six, you had a holdout. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that they're listening to Brandon Marshall, who um, had thirty-two yards receiving last uh, game. The Bengals' <laughs> defense are studs for a reason. They were the number two draft or fantasy team on defense there. Well, Matt Matt Forte went off. Yeah. Went off. Absolutely. I think he but is a great addition to this Jets team. The thing is, though, the NFL has turned to a bubble screen league. Look at Trevor Simeon. 
He threw screen passes the whole time. You have a couple quarterbacks that can go, have the deep threat. Andy Dalton's one of them. He's got A.J. Green that can go the sideline. You've got uh, – you look at uh, the Patriots. He will have bubble screens there. you got picks going left and right with all the receivers coming out of the backfield, and that's what happens. So when you don't have a deep threat quarterback that can throw the deep ball and Fitzpatrick – you have the drop-offs. Everyone will go deep, and then you'll see Forte come out of the backfield. Forte's one of the best uh, receiving running backs ever, I would oh, say. Oh, in the last, like, eight – or since 08, I think. So, the last eight years, he's the number one yeah. running back. Um, but we'll see how long that lasts. He's very – he's aging. He's 30-plus years yeah. old. Yeah, but running backs usually don't even last that long. So That is true. That is true. My number two team, the Indianapolis Colts. I like that one. That one's good. Playing at home week one, you have Andrew Luck supposedly one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, which I think he is, but you need to have people around him. Threw for 385 yards, four touchdowns, had a QBR of 89.4, and you still lose because your defense gives up so many points. And you know what? It's a shame, unfortunately, for him, but you got to move on. I, I mean, I don't even know how you even help out Andrew Luck because – you're going to have to put up 30-plus points every game if you're him. You lost 39-35 to against the Detroit Lions. The Lions lost the, maybe one of the best receivers of all time. That's true. Calvin Johnson. But they didn't have any problem throwing the ball. I think Matt Stafford had. What did he have? Huge numbers. Huge I numbers. I know he threw for 31 for 39, if I'm remembering correctly. 31 for 39, 340 yards. And three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 he balled out too, 89.6. 89.4. I mean, that's about identical stats as you can get with each other. Luck and Stafford. Stafford, uh, Stafford. I like Stafford. He's a good quarterback. Too bad he's yeah, the de- on the Both lines. defenses <laughs> are going to kill their teams. Yeah. And the number true. one disappointment I had coming into week two was the Washington Redskins. Playing at home Monday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got Josh Norman, one of the best defensive backs. And I'm agree with that. I think he played unbelievable. One side, he had to cover uh, Antonio Brown on a couple plays. He was targeted twice when that happened. Antonio Brown had zero catches. The other other side, I don't know if you watched the game, they had uh, Bashad Breeland. That guy was eight up. He was targeted eight times with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown had seven catches, two touchdowns, 126 yards. Kid was embarrassed. And Breeland was supposed to be a number one quarterback coming into this year before they got Norman. They're going to be in a long year. I've never been uh, a fan of Gruden, John Gruden's brother, Jay Gruden, defensive-minded coach who took over for Shanahan in Washington, got RG3 out of there. They won Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins did nothing special yesterday. Zero touchdowns. Zero touchdowns. What do you average? I never, I never loved Kirk Cousins. I was never big on Kirk Cousins. Um, QBR was 72, which isn't bad, but you didn't do – I mean, but like, but like you were telling me, I don't think anyone is buying this team. I think that no one buys Washington any. They play in year. a weak division though, which Dallas is just tough or not good. Philadelphia is going to be terrible, and the Giants aren't going to be good. Yeah. So you I, go nine I and agree. seven, you win the division. You go ten and six, you go, have a huge they, lock. Yeah, that's true. That something is wrong with that division. They seem to get every single time slot too. Every time I turn on the TV, you know why? There's one reason why that NFC East is the most popular division out there. Every city is a major city. D.C., Philly, New York, and Dallas, those are major markets. No other division has that. Cincinnati's not a major division, a major major city. I, mean, go to, we can, I can go to this divisions and name it off, but if you look at that's the only four major city division. Um, my, I guess you could say Jacksonville's not in the AFC South. Um, Miami's not a major football town at all. I mean, Buffalo. I mean, they're a big football town, but not not, not major city. Major city yeah. a- AFC West. I mean, you go get San Diego. They not a huge market. Uh, then you see there, like I said, that yeah, Jets. Yeah. I mean, not just New York, Philly. Washington, I'm just Dallas. tired of turning on my TV at 4:30 on a Sunday and seeing Always. the Giants playing the Cowboys every single time. That's a slow moving game. All right, well, let's move on here. Yep. The uh, I'm going to ask you first. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna talk about rookies right now. Oh, we're going rookies. I was yeah. gonna talk, we're going to talk about the home team struggles. We can. All right, we can do rookies. Go ahead, do rookies. Let's do rookies. Let's do rookies. That's more interesting. Right? Okay, that's fine. Let's go. Uh, who are your rookie gems this year? Give rookie me, give gems. Me, how many you got? I got two, two or three? I got two. two? Both right, quarterbacks. I have Jimmy Garoppolo. Absolute stud. Yeah. 24 of tw- 33, 264, averaging eight yards per uh, throw, one touchdown, QBR of 73, and then Carson Wentz. Absolutely tore up the Browns. 
Browns looked, yeah, their defense was in trouble. Uh, they made a weak, weak quarterback. I think this guy is going to be absolute terrible wins this year. Looked like a first ballot Hall of Famer. He threw for 22 of 37, 278 yards, averaged 7.5 every throw, and two touchdowns. He had QBR of 66.1, and I, I just I just don't buy the Philadelphia Eagles this year, and you guys made him look like a uh, Dan Marino. If you could say yeah, that. that's what I was saying. I was talking to you the other day. You were discrediting Carson Wentz. I thought that, I mean, I think that the – I think he's a good quarterback. I I, I don't know. I, I agree. Well, I we'll see what happens later this season. Yeah, but I mean, you've got him on your gems list right no, here. Yeah, he I'm, I'm well seeing his, it. You know, he played he played well his week one. But I mean, I think you and I could have went in there and played against the Browns week one and <laughs> shine like a like a gem like he did. I don't know. My arm's a little rusty. Who'd you have? How many gems do you have week one? I've got three. Okay, let's. Hear I'll, it. I'll I'll talk about Carson Wentz for a second too because I like that guy. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles will struggle. Um, but I think Carson Wentz is going to be one of the best uh, breakout rookies of. 2016. Uh, he had 278 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know. Great, great. And you're gonna like this next one. I can't Ezekiel wait. Elliott. I had him I, as a dud. Really? Yes. Go ahead. I'll, I'll name. Okay. I'll name right. why. Uh, I I like his, I like Zeke because um, he he's just he he's got that swagger about him. He can run on any pro defense, and I think that's because like he he just is so confident in his in himself. Like you watch him run it. Ohio State, he, he had over 200 yards in so many games. In this game, he had 51 yards and two touchdowns, but that one touchdown was great. I just, I don't know. I like him. What's wrong with him? Okay, so here's where my bias comes in. You mentioned it. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I'm a diehard Ohio State fan. I'm used to him with a great offensive line at Ohio State, usually going against smaller teams. Dallas has the number one offensive line coming in to this season and you have 20 carries for 51 yards and a touchdown, you're averaging just over three yards per rush. Zeke was averaging like six at Ohio State. He was getting 150 Against Big easy. Ten defenses. It doesn't matter, though. The Giants are not good. They got a guy in the defensive line with three fingers. He's JPP. good. He is good. JPP you can't has three that, fingers, man. and you're he telling me three fingers, that Zeke, is... Zeke was a stunt number three. Three, four pick or three pick overall, and everyone's saying he's going to rush for a thousand plus yards, which I think he should with ease. And they stacked the box and they got him down. So I was very disappointed with Zeke Elliott, and the, and I was very disappointed in the Dallas Cowboys. But go ahead, who's your? You're going to dislike my last one, but um, and I and it's I had to do a little pondering before this one, but uh, Corey Coleman was my third gem. Okay, I think that he's got a lot of potential. He had definitely had some drops in his first game, but he came Sounds out like as Brown. the Browns. Well, true, yeah. But he came out as the Browns' leading receiver in that game. Two receptions, 69 yards. The man has wheels. He's fast. He's a little small, but um, I think he's going to be a good NFL receiver, probably get traded from the Browns yeah. pretty soon here. The problem that I have with you saying a Browns receiver is you just said it yourself just a little bit ago. RG3 is done for a while. You have McClown. <laughs> McCown coming in, and he's not going to get the ball. They're going to stack the box. He's going to try to drop back. And we saw what happened last year when, when McCown did his thing. He just didn't turn out well. You're 0-1 right now. I think it's going to get ugly and ugly fast. Who are your duds? Uh, well, my duds are Paxton Lynch. I hate that guy. Paxton Lynch? Yeah. He, I mean, I'm, I'm, he, he didn't even play. Yeah, I know. But he's not. if he gets in, he's not going to be good. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry. Okay. I, I love that. Absolutely love well, that. Well, Alabama running backs are just – Eddie Lacy had a couple good years. TJ Yeldon, I said that earlier. I'm contradicting myself. He is a good running back in the NFL. I like him. He's quick. Derrick Henry won't. And who's the running – and Ingram. Ingram's done well in, in New Orleans. Yeah, he's, he's your – he lost. He's, he's half like he's all right. He's like steady, but he's not. He's yeah. nothing special. Yeah, but I think Derrick Henry will be along the lines of. Um, he's too big, though. That's what I'm saying. What's his name? Uh, the Browns traded oh, the Colts. Trent Richardson. Trent that's another Richardson. Bama running back. That's he your is problem. a Trent. He's your next Trent Richardson. Okay. Duds. Okay. Uh, I got both from same team. I had Zeke and uh, Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott. I mean, you're playing for Dallas. You get all the media attention. I think he was a joke. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Through all the fre- all the rookie quarterbacks, he went 25 of 45, 227 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. QBR was 62, which is fine. He averaged only five yards per per throw. He's got some great weapons. You got Des Bryant, unbelievable receiver. You've got Beasley, really quick, 
and you got Jason Witten, one of the best tight ends of all times, and you're throwing for five-yard dink passes. Go deep. Test the waters there. Um, I know they have a rookie cornerback on the Giants and Eli Apple, because I'm a huge Buckeye fan. He was drafted 10th overall. I didn't think he was going to be a top-10 pick, but mm-hmm. he was. Um, Dak Prescott needs to step up. If you start throwing the ball, see he can get more rushes and run the ball a lot more easy behind that huge line. Big games coming into this week. I'm going to name the games. You say who you got. Okay. I'll even go with spreads here, too. Let me go to the scores for week two. Okay, week or game one here, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Got to put that in perspective. Bengals go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Both teams are 1-0. and The spread, Pittsburgh by 3.5. Pittsburgh wins that game. You do. Over 3.5 or under 3.5? Uh, I'll give them a touchdown. I think it'll be a low-scoring so game. Okay. Yeah, the under over for that is 48 and a half. Go down a little bit. I love in this game. I cannot wait for this. Tampa Bay at Arizona. Minus seven in favor of Arizona. Hmm. I love that game. I've got both of these games on my best games, too. Good. So, well, uh, that one's hard. I'm going to say Arizona. But like like I said earlier, if the Bucks win that game, I'm going to give them credit. Okay. I can't wait. I'm going to be rooting hard for the Buccaneers there. I'm going to be a Bengals fan and say the Bengals win, hopefully. I mean, you never know. We play well in Pittsburgh. And then NBC on Sunday night, Green Bay Packers go to the Minnesota Vikings for the Vikings home there. That's going to be the new stadium. Uh, That's easy. Green Bay is minus two and a half. They're favored that game. Green Bay wins that game. Oh, This is the first game in, in Minnesota. So you think the first game opening in their stadium, they lose, uh, uh, Minnesota does. Yeah, I do. Okay. I don't even think I didn't even have that on mine. I, yeah. I think I think the rival. I don't know. We'll see what Adrian Peterson's gonna be hungry. You know he is. Let's right, move on. Let's move let's on to college football. NFL is done. We'll we'll see what we can talk about next Tuesday with that. New rankings came out. Uh, only two teams in the top twenty-five lost last week. This was the first time since two thousand twelve that no ranked opponents played a ranked opponent. And this is, and it was, it could have been the first time since 2004 where no ranked opponents lost, if that makes sense. But two of them did lose. One of them was a very lucky play by Central Michigan, doing that uh, hail mary against Oklahoma State, getting very lucky, pitching it back. And then also TCU got beaten overtime to SEC powerhead there, Arkansas. A uh, couple teams dropped. Clemson dropped three spots. The first two games of the season, they barely beat Auburn and then the notorious Troy. Everyone knows Troy in college mm-hmm. football, powerhouse, LOL. And then your Georgia Bulldogs barely beat Nichols. Not Nichols State, Nichols. And they dropped seven spots. It is Nichols State. It's not Nichols State. It's be, it's, that's a lie. That's a, <laughs> I promise you it's a lie. We'll see. I mean, Georgia did not perform. I don't think they were a number nine team. Never, never did. I think they're a 12 team. Dropping all the way to, what is it, 16? I don't think that's realistic. But uh, you put Tennessee over them, I don't think so. They, Look, Georgia beats Nichols. them any day. Not Nichols State. Nichols, you're looking at uh, CBS? Yeah. It's, Someone's going to have to call CBS. I, someone should. Nichols should be very furious with that. <laughs> the great <laughs> institute of Nichols. So, hey. so who, um, who do you have in your own final four here? All right, I'm going to give it to you here. There might be two Go who you're questioning. Four, all right. Four. I've got Washington. Get um, out of here. I, I like Washington. I think you they like are the, the best. Twelve. I don't love the Pac-12, but they're. I don't think that two SEC or two Big Ten teams will make it in. I don't like the Big Ten or the Big Twelve. I like the. I like. Okay, I like I really Washington. I think they. I, three, I think ahead. they've got a good defense, and I think that if any team out of not SEC, well, I'm contradicting myself again because I'm going to say an out of conference team yeah. later, but. uh all right, we'll move on to number three. I got your Ohio State Buckeyes Thank there. Thank you, appreciate that. Yeah, I, I assume that you probably have the same. But I just think that the Buckeyes are going to make it in. I think that they're going to have a tough game against Michigan at the end of the year. Uh, but I think they're going undefeated until then. And Well, and they might go undefeated after that too. But I think that's their toughest game, obviously. If they win that, they're in. If they lose that, I think Michigan loses somewhere along the way, so Michigan isn't going to be in. But we'll see. It's going to be it's a long season. We're, yeah, we're in week we'll three see. right now. We'll see. Who do you uh, have number two? Number two is Houston. I think they won their their big game against Oklahoma, and I think that they're going to go undefeated for the rest of the season. So okay. they're 
give them undefeated going into the college football playoffs. And then you talk about like like the big game. They can they, they've got that against Oklahoma. Like oh, I, absolutely, I'm agreeing yeah, with you there. Yeah, I, I like Houston. Maybe not at number two. Maybe Ohio State over them, but we'll see. Okay. Um, number one, Alabama. Big shocker. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised they're in your top four. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that they're unstoppable. Okay, so here this is where I'm going to argue with you. I have Ohio State at number four. I, this is my final four rankings right now through okay, the season. Okay. okay, I have Washington nowhere close. Washington's ranked number eight in the AP. They played Rutgers and Idaho. Ohio University beat on Idaho last year. Rutgers is the, the lowest scum in the Big Ten. They are not good. Those are two bad wins. I mean, you can win. I don't care how you win those games. It's, you can't improve on that. You pray. Presbyterian State, I believe, next game. Portland State, excuse me. Portland State next game. One double-A school, not good. Then you go to Arizona. We'll see if you can even they win put there. up big numbers against those two teams, though. Like, you, you, fa- 15, okay, I you, really pick, you pick those, like, that's their schedule. There's nothing they can do about that. They crushed those teams. You like, I mean, I don't know. Portland State, you could play some other school. Okay, but then they ones. get into Arizona, Stanford, Oregon. Those, those like, are conference games. We'll see. We'll see how they go. Okay, there. that's fine. Number three, I also have with you Houston. Okay, uh, cool. Houston, huge win there early on against uh, Oklahoma. They were technically on the neutral site, but it was played in Houston. Number two, this is where I would jump Washington, Florida State. I like that. How do you not have Florida State so far this year? They have a freshman quarterback who has taken over the reins for not only Jameis Winston, but then Golson, who came from Notre Dame, who took over. So I think they're studs, and they beat. Uh, that's where they beat Ole Miss and then Charleston Southern. But Ole Miss was a top fifteen team. They're ranked eleven. That's huge on Monday night. I don't know if you saw that game. They were down huge, came back and won. I like to just keep things interesting here. Florida State's your obvious choice. That's not obvious, but all right. I whatever. think it's you, pretty you, obvious. If you, have, if you have Washington, that's fine. Then obviously number one, Alabama. So before we wrap things up, we got upset alert for this week. I got five games. I got them all. Here with the spreads, I'll name this, the game and then the spread. Tell me what you think. Obviously, number one, we go to Ohio University. I'm not saying Ohio University is going to win this game. They play at Tennessee, number 15. The spread is minus 27 and a <laughs> half. That is a huge spread for someone to beat a Mac school with the – I mean, I think OU's got an end them where they can at least compete. I don't think they're going to lose by tw- four touchdowns, but we'll see. Dobbs is a big guy for uh, Tennessee, but I think – Ohio University comes out and they lose by two to three touchdowns, if anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't think Tennessee is a good team. I just I just no. think that they're overrated year after year, and I I mean I could see that. There's no way OU is going to win, but I mean, App State almost took it to Tennessee. Should have took it. Should have took it to Tennessee. Lucky, ticker. lucky uh, fumble recovery there in the end zone. But yeah, let's let's hear the next one. Uh, before we go, though, I, I want to say how cool to be playing in front of 160,000 fans at Bristol Motor Speedway. That's great. Last weekend between Tennessee and Virginia Tech. Can I throw out one that I do think is going to happen? I got four. Do you have any of these games here or no? No, I don't have that okay, one. Okay, well, name your thing then. My biggest upset. Everyone look out here. Number 25, Miami, is losing to Appalachian State. Is it at App State? Yes, it's at App State. No This way. is the biggest game in the history of Boone, North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. At Boone, yeah. And number 25, Miami. Appalachian State was 11-2 and last year, beat the OU Bobcats in the Camellia Bowl. They are. Wow, yeah. they are going to Appalachian Yeah, that's going to be a very tough game. It's going to be – I wish that game was night. It'd yeah. be wild there to play them. And OU lost the Appalachian State last bowl game. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's what I was saying. I think that Miami – Brad Kaya is good, but – Mark Richt, of course, we've got a soft spot for him. But I a soft spot. I don't have any ties with him. <laughs> well, I do. Well, I don't know. That's, Appalachian State's a good a good team. I think they were the first team that to come in to the FCS or, or the FBS from the FCS and win a bowl game. I like that. The first that. team ever. It's a quality start right there, Jackson. Yeah. All right, uh, another, another game. Ohio State, number three, on the road, playing at Oklahoma. Ohio State's favorite in this game by two points. This is the first time in a, since 2000 a team has come into Norman and been favored against Bob Stoops' team. Who do you have in that game and why? Um, I have Ohio State. I think that Oklahoma is your 
I think they're a 10, 12, 11 type team. I think that they lose the big game. And I think that Ohio State's too talented. I mean, I, I can't see Ohio State winning or losing this game. And I think the spread should be more than just two points. It's nighttime. It's tough. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, Does I, the dark I, scare you, Bobby? On the road in Oklahoma, it would scare <laughs> me. Yeah, absolutely. I have Ohio State winning this game. Uh, here's the secret. J.C. Barrett once a week calls up Tom Herman. Herman's the old or the old offense coordinator of Ohio State, coaches Houston. They played Houston, played Oklahoma two weeks ago. Ooh, I love this. This yes. is good. They call, they've called him up this week. I guarantee Urban Myers called up Tom Herman, and Tom Herman has helped him out saying this is what you need to look out for. Um, very tough team, though, in Oklahoma regardless. Uh, great quarterback play. So we'll see what happens. I still think JT Barrett should be mature enough now where he can lead a very young squad in Ohio State into Norman. And I still think it's an upset because you're going on the road in a top – I mean, Houston – or not Houston, Oklahoma was a top four team last year. They made the playoff. Ohio State did not. In my opinion, that's it's a little – it's funny and joke-wise because I think Ohio State was one of the most talented teams on paper. I agree. Um, next game, Florida State number two going to number 10, Louisville. Louisville's underdogs by two, but they have Lamar Jackson as quarterback who has been putting up Heisman numbers and probably right now after week two, Heisman front runner. Um, yeah, I like I like Louisville. I'm gonna I'm not really gonna, I'm not no, not in this game. Okay. I like them overall. Uh Florida State wins this game. But Louisville's got a good defense. They've got a good defensive line led by big bad D'Angelo Brown up there at nose guard and he's he's from Savannah, Georgia. Shout out right there but uh yeah great i love i love their explosive always on offense um they aren't gonna win this game against a tough florida state team okay so i'm gonna go against you here what lamar jackson has been doing week after week so far i have not seen in a long time from a quarterback play last year they struggled mightily in the first game against auburn because they didn't have the quarterback picked out i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they win the game I think they beat Florida State at home. And I, then they're knocked out of your Final Four? Florida State at that time would be. I, yeah. My Final Four right now is just how they played so far this okay. season. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it obviously could change very quickly. If Florida State wins this game, it could be interesting because there's a game later on I'm going to talk to you about, and we'll see what happens there. Next game, Michigan State ranked 12th going on the road at night to Notre Dame, who's ranked 18th. Notre Dame's in a situation or do or die. They are favored by 7.5 points. Notre Dame is? Yeah, well, they're playing at home. Hmm. Interesting. There's no cook I, anymore I, for Michigan State. <laughs> it's not the same Michigan State team we've seen the last couple years. But I still like Michigan State. I think Ooh. I think that it's I don't. It's not that I like Michigan State in this game. It's that I don't like Notre Dame in this okay. game. I don't think Notre Dame can win the big game. When is the last time they've won the big game? Stanford last year. I won a lot of money on that game. They went to Stanford and beat them on a kick. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you stumped me there. But I, every single time I watch them, come on. Like, no, no, I'm with you 100%. I'm not a Kelly fan. I've never been a Kelly fan except when he was with Cincinnati before he did LeBron and choked out on his team and left Yeah, high and dry. I think right now they are a much mature team. I think they're the better quarterback play. I don't even know who the quarterback from Michigan State is right now. They barely won the first game of the season against a nobody. Notre Dame went to Texas, who I think Texas is a very good team this year. We'll see. They got Kaiser's quarterback, and he is lighting it up right now. They just need the defense to step up. I got think a good coach, I, too. I, I'm going to say final score right now. I'm going to even write this down on the paper. I'm going to say, tw- you know, I'm going to go with 30 to 14 Notre Dame wins. Big time win. Big huh? time win. And then this is the game that everyone has been had their uh, calendars marked since last year and the year before that. The number one Alabama Crimson Tide on Ooh. the road early on, late at night, number 19, Old Miss. Alabama's favored this. by 10 on the road. Who do you have? I have Bama. You have them covering the spread? Uh, maybe not. I'm going to go on the road, on the line here and go against you once again. Okay, okay. Let me plead so my case. I think, I think, I think uh, Ole Miss is a good team, and I think that it's very exciting that they've beat them twice in a row but um and oxford's a tough place to play but i i just don't i don't see bama losing i think bama this year is gonna win the national championship again i think that they're gonna go undefeated i don't see that i don't see them losing this game like against Ole miss who just lost to florida state uh blew a big lead against florida state 
I think that they're going to go into this game with too much confidence that it's Bama and we can do this. We've done it before, and then Bama's going to take it to them. Now I'm going to hold this one to Ole Miss losing to Florida State. They were on the road. It was a neutral site, but it was in Orlando. It was probably 65-35 Florida State fans. Kelly is a good quarterback for Ole Miss. I'm not a fan of him, but he's a good quarterback. This will be his third year going against Alabama. I think they get it done. I think they surprise a lot of people. Again, I don't, I, it's very early on. I don't think Alabama's been tested yet with a, uh, a freshman quarterback. So we'll see what happens again. If this could happen, I don't, I don't know when the last time an Alabama team has lost three years in a row to the same team. I don't, I don't think that a freshman quarterback matters at Alabama. Like, look at their quarterbacks in the past, all, all of their well, national the last championships. Two years, doesn't matter. They, they, the only possibly good uh, NFL-type uh, quarterback that they could have would be uh, A.J. McCarron. And yeah. he's not even a starter. You like him. I'm yeah. sure a lot of others do, too. Yeah. But I just think that quarterback play at Alabama doesn't matter and won't matter. No, because, that's the thing that, that Nick Saban's so great about. Yeah. I think that you don't need to know what quarterback comes into play, and they end up winning regardless. But they always have slipped up the last two years early on. They won the national championship last year, but they lost early on to Ole Miss. And it was Ole home. Miss isn't as good this year. I guess they, Alabama's they, they, better. They did lose a lot of people. So, we're going to wrap this week up again. Jackson Schroeder alongside me. I am Bobby Levine on the JB Weekend Wrap-Up. We're going to see you guys same time next week for the new podcast. You can guys check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Again, this is Ohio Sports Zone with Jackson Schroeder and Bobby Levine.